0: Switched up, there was a good down on me. Now I'm up. Wish you would have stuck with me. Now you stuck it's somebody else hating every time I look up. Can't keep me down. Can't keep me down.
1: What up do it's your man Tark Aha back for another episode of Wild Live with Tark, the most unapologetic podcast in the game. It's been uh it's been a real relaxed, chill week for me, man. You know, shout out to the uh Ambassador Bridge protest. I ain't had to work. Uh, we can't get no car parts, so shit. I've just been chilling, you know. And now I'm sitting in here with a wonderful guest back for her second time. Go ahead and introduce yourself, ma'am.
0: instagram and twitter yeah that's me
1: <laughs> simply said so back for your second episode how was your week how how how, how your week been going
0: <laughs> my week has been disastrous
1: <laughs> disastrous yes oh my goodness What's what what happened to you what
0: happened? uh so i've been on a slippery slope since november um i'm a part of this whole pandemic uh they call it the great um
1: resignation
0: resignation Mm -hmm. i left my full-time job in 2020 to do therapy full-time and things just kind of happened from there so lost my apartment in september had car issues and that's just kind of all coming to a head as of it's still it's lingering from 2021 Mm. but the transmission went out on the car that i was driving this week so
1: oh my goodness oh my goodness (laughs) That's but well, I'm I'm glad you're here. And I'm glad you're smiling right now. Yeah. You know it's like what am I gonna do? Right, right. <laughs> so you wanted to come back and you wanted to get into a specific topic. So what is it that you wanted to to address this time on the podcast?
0: I wanted to talk about religion. Cause I am a church girl. Okay. Um and we can talk about what like what that means to me, but um, religion and like modesty and sex and like where do they all like come together and you know
1: and like where we are yeah present. currently you know in 2022 you know for those people who are and I, I mean you're you're really hard pressed to find someone who you know considers themselves religious in 2022 real shit mm-hmm. like if you're not in that world mm-hmm. It's you. You. You don't meet too many, you know, quote unquote, religious people at all, like anywhere anymore. Like, well, I
0: think that's why it's different for me because I am in that world.
1: Right. So, so you've been in that world all your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you grew up in the church.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, originally, my my grandmother was like a devout Catholic. So okay. Originally, from birth to eighth grade, we were Catholic. Uh, we went to mass every Sunday. But outside of that, like, my mom taught us the Bible. Like, we didn't just get it from the church. We were big on faith. And it wasn't just, like, these are the Ten Commandments. This is why you need to do this to go to heaven. It was, like, we do this because we're going to be good people. Mm -hmm. So it was real big on faith, real big on prayer. Mass was just a part of what we did because we were Catholic. So, I'm from Ipsy. Most of my friends also were in church, but they were, like, Baptists. So, if you know anything about the Catholic Church, it's, mass is very dry. It's not, like, a Baptist service. Right. So, we would be at school. Why we were at school talking about church? I don't know. But <laughs> we would be at school, and they will be talking about all... Uh, like the choir and people shouting and I'm like what like nobody says anything at the <laughs> church I go to it's <laughs> silent like I think we would get in trouble if we talked so I was like excited so even to the point where they would just be talking about the common the the um popular uh choirs back then it's like Mississippi Mass and all that stuff I was like memorize the songs they would tell me about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so um I would have something to talk about. So eighth grade, um I was going through the sacraments. So I think I did three, but eighth grade, whatever the one that is in eighth grade, I was doing that one. And my best friend at the time, they were in church. And, like, her mom, like, took interest in the fact, like, that I was doing something. She's like, like, that is so cool. Like, she was like, I want to talk to you. Like, I want to see, like, what, you know, what what's going on, what, what she wanted to know. So, I'm like, oh, so maybe this is, like, a big thing. Like, you know? So, I got to the point in eighth grade, and I was like, I don't really rock with what's happening in the Catholic Church. Like, everybody is telling me, like, they... Staying after service and, like, communing with other people. Like, they have fun at church. Right. And I'm, I'm like, why don't we have fun? Like, I want to do that.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I, like, wrote my mom a letter. And I was like, cause I've always been, I'm a very emotional person. So I thought it was going to be, like, this big thing. Like, I don't want to be a part of the Catholic Church anymore. So I wrote my mom this letter, and she was like, if you don't like it, we can go somewhere else. <laughs> so that's when we started our journey looking for other churches, and then um, I was baptized in Arkansas actually
1: mm, okay.
0: so I was baptized at like thirteen, like dipped in the water, baptized
1: yeah, so like one growing up, I had no idea that Catholics were christians mm-hmm. i I had no fucking clue, right. I didn't figure that out until I was a, you know, like a teenager, like in high school, like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. You know, because I grew up in the Baptist church, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, in Louisville, you know what I'm saying? With mm-hmm. me and my mom, we and my sister, we lived in Louisville, Kentucky, and we used to go to this fucking church and shit, you know what I'm saying? So, that's all I had ever known of Christianity, you know what I mean? So, but then, you know, you, you get older, you learn about the world. So, I learned that, you know, uh, Catholics was just another denomination of the Christian faith. Mm-hmm. Then I learned about Catholicism, like, and they, pra- I'm like, yo, these niggas is bugging. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like it's 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 some shit with that shit, like the Vatican and the Pope and the like. Oh, I'm I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, and
0: I think knowing what I know about myself now, I was uncomfortable for a reason.
1: Like, yeah. I am
0: an empath to the core. Like, I was
1: uncomfortable. Yeah, like Catholicism, so. like like, and you know, it it like and like you say, it's a very you know, uh, a a very you know, Caucasian. It, it's 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 just dry, you know. It's just it's just really dry.
0: It's almost like my church experience now. It's like you go in, it's life. When you go in there, it's like a museum. Like,
1: it's R- like right. Be still, be silent. It's got a cold vibe. Just like, you know, but that ain't really, you know, us. That ain't really our culture.
0: Now, I will say that there are some, um, there's a large population of black Catholics here in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, my stepfather, his family, were they were Catholic, but they were also from Louisiana. So most of the black Catholic people I have met, um, they're either from Louisiana or Kentucky. Mm. Um, I'm gonna assume the
1: plantations, <laughs> <So> <laughs> right, right, right. It's it's, it's, it's it's probably rooted in slavery. Yeah. Some, some so, fucking
0: but the more of us that are in the congregation, the more lively the services. So there are a few Catholic churches in Detroit that are a little bit more lively mm. than the traditional white Catholic church.
1: Yeah, like but you know, we're 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 a soulful people, you know what I'm saying? And uh church, you know, and you know, I'm Muslim, but a motherfucker can't escape that, you know, church and you know, Christianity is a big part of black culture, mm-hmm. especially blacks in America. You know what I'm saying? so that uh Sunday was really the only fucking day we had, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And the month like back in the day on a plantation, motherfuckers used to wait for Christmas, like that was a big fucking thing, you know what I'm saying? And
0: that's shit. the only time they literally left us alone,
1: exactly, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and 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 shit, Nat Turner, like he got his you know visions or his revelations from the Bible, from reading the Bible, like yeah, like kill these motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? They they tripping, and this is what God says, you know what I mean? So we're all deeply rooted in Christianity, you know, but we're. A very soulful people. You know, just the way we communicate, the way we talk, the way we walk, everything we do is, you know, mm-hmm. is, is, is soulful. So, it's, it's like, I can't even understand a black Christian that's not a Baptist. Like, I, I really can't. You know what I mean?
0: Well, so, my godmother, godparents are Kojic.
1: hmm
0: now, that is a whole nother, like, that's like, I think that is the piece that kind of gave me the structure, or was that the word I want to use? Or gave me, or made me feel ashamed, I would say. Like, cause, uh, from the culture church, it's all about, it's not all about, but it's more so, they are, these are the rules. Mm-hmm. If you're Kojic, you, this is how you're supposed to act. So I think coming up, cause I will always go, we will always go to um, revivals and um, what's the one in summer?
1: Uh, I'm Muslim, I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> anywho,
0: um, we will always go with her. And um, it's very strict. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, once I got into teenage years and wanted to start, like, you know, started messing with guys, wanted to attract guys, that's when they're like, oh, but I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't wear this. I can't say this. I can't do this. I think that's where I kind of got that from. Because my mom wasn't that strict when it came. Like, my mom, she's going to wear her miniskirts. I like, had a, a 90s mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So her real lipstick, real nail polish, that she like. Shill. So she wasn't strict in religion that way, but my godmother was. So I guess I got the best of both
1: worlds. Okay. So so where are you with it today? Like, and what's your what are your, what are your issues with it, and what's keeping you there today?
0: So I would say that um, as far as Church culture itself, because I feel like there is a church culture. Absolutely. Um, where we are today is not everybody, but where we are today is far from what I believe Christians are supposed to be doing and professing. I think it's very performative and not transformative. Okay. So 2020 was my time where kind of we were, the churches were shut down. So you were forced to like really figure out like, is, are you about this? Like living it for real? Cause you been, you go to church, you going to church Sunday, uh Monday, Tuesday, performative though. So I think when the churches closed and people were forced to actually like, act out their religion, we had to figure that out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For me, it was a little easier because my mom had already instilled that. Like, even if we didn't go to church, you still about to pray. Like, (laughs) you still about to read these scriptures. Like, so the church, the door is closed, and didn't really change that for me, Mm -hmm. um, because I have my own personal relationship. So I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I have my own personal relationship with God. I believe that each of us are the church, so I don't have to physically be in the building to be a christian. I don't
1: know. Right. Right. <laughs> and uh, I'm yeah, and and that makes sense. So 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 what part of being in the building is an issue? Like do you feel like your church family because you said your mother was not as strict mm-hmm. uh as far as the religion is concerned, but do you feel like the church is mm-hmm. expound.
0: I think so I'm not gonna speak about the Kojic piece because I technically am not Kojic and they've really, I'm not even gonna go there. Baptist. <coughs> um, very traditional, in a sense, where it's always, it's about order. This is the or- order of service. First Sunday, if you're in the choir, you wear black and white. Why do we wear black and white? We just wear it. There is a reason. Like, if you go back, you can research it. But that's not, those reasons are not being passed down. So now it's just kind of just like, the kids are like, oh, we just wear black and white because we wear it. Because it's first Sunday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then this is the idea of you have to wear this to, to fit in or to be appropriate. But it's like, what's appropriate? What if it's, this is all I had to put on? Right. So I guess I'm in the place of trying to figure out what any of that has to do with what God told us to do.
1: See, so the and 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 this is this is not just you know uh, Baptist Christian exclusive. This is for all fucking religions, all denominations. Because I can tell you some shit that goes on in the mosque that you'd be like. Word like trust me, and I probably will before we before we're done. So, uh, but <clears throat> religion. So I wrote a paper in uh in one of my sociology classes a couple years ago for undergrad, uh, and I compared religion to gang banging. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what the fuck it is. Gangs. It's it's gangs, it's cliques, it's crews, it's the this is our building, this is our turf. That's so if it. you're a gang, this is our this is our building, this is our turf, this is the set, you know, these are our identifying marks, this is how we dress so we can pick each other out, and this is our code of conduct. So if you go against that, then you're not all the way ostracized, but you ain't in the end group. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And all of that, you know, it's cultish, you know what I'm saying? So you have you have all of those pieces, and it's like people really want to be, but, and, you know, this is not to pick on anybody specifically or any group specifically, but black women are really caught up in the fucking church, like, especially middle-aged, unmarried black women, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, like, nigga, like, the pastor is y'all husband. That's, that's y'all nigga that's everybody's that's all the black women's husband in the motherfucking church so and and you got the crew and you know people do whatever they have to do to be in the crew mm-hmm. and this is going on nationwide like it's not it's not uh it's not un- unknown it's not unheard of like it's 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 really happening so yes and so, and and you got your little pecking order, you know. You got Miss Susie who been in the church twenty five years, my and mother. she, you know what I'm saying. And, and so, you know, these young girls coming in, you know what I'm saying. So, it's that hierarchy, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So,
0: my brother in law is a uh, ordained reverend. Okay. Um, but also he's a regular nigga.
1: <laughs> I love regular <laughs> niggas. So love, reg- love regular.
0: I niggas. think just talking to him and he's my sister's husband, but he's like my friend. So we have a lot of good conversations about religion um, in particular, but also like just being regular people. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like some, you can just be yourself. Like I was Sylvia before I was anything else, Mm -hmm. right? Like I don't think I have to act a certain way. To tell you I'm Christian, like, you should know, by the way, I live my life. I shouldn't have to wear a certain thing. My skirt shouldn't have to be a certain length. My my top shouldn't have to be, you know, I shouldn't have to be covered up. All those things to me are performative.
1: hmm I understand. I, I, I totally get it. You know what I mean? I, I totally get it. But... If you are a part of this thing, then mm-hmm. that what what they're gonna say is I, I, you have to you have to you have to show it. You have to prove it. You know what I'm saying through your actions and deeds. Which is why a lot of people are walking away. Which is why it's hard pressed to find people who call themselves religious in this day and age. You know what I'm saying. It's very hard to find. You know, those Muslims, those Christians, those Jews, those, you know what I'm saying? Those Buddhists, whatever. Like It's like, nigga, like, motherfuckers is just trying to live their life now. You know what I mean? And I don't want this, this fear shit over my head. Oh, you got to do this or you ain't. Mm-hmm. Man, get the fuck out. Ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. You know what I mean? And I mean, I ain't. And I, I can't speak for yeah. the other people because, you know, some people are definitely trying to hear that shit and they live their life by it. And it's no knock to them. But... Like, I was, like, super ridiculous, like, on my dean, crazy for a minute. You know what I mean? But I'm, like, and it wasn't anything within Islam or in the, I ain't going to say in the mas, but it wasn't anything in the religion that turned me away, but it was the people that turned me away. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, like, I'm not. For lack of a better, I'm not dick sucking y'all niggas. Like, I'm not trying to get close to none of y'all. You know what I'm saying? I don't like people at all. Like, I'm a real fucking loner. I be by myself or with my children. I don't fuck with nobody. So I'm not here to make friends. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to be in the in-group. I don't give a fuck about the in-group. You know what I'm saying? And when I my journey through Islam, I I uh I studied so much in prison before I actually became Muslim that I knew more than them. So they thinking, like, I'm trying to come in and be somebody in the mosque. No, nigga, I'm just trying to, you know, worship Allah and the prophets. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want to be like y'all niggas. Mm -hmm. I'm not about to get a fake Arab accent, you know, because I learned a couple sores. You know what I'm saying? What Benny Siegel say? You know what I'm saying? Because you learned a couple swords out the Quran. I guess you all on your dean and I ain't on man. Like, bro, like, niggas really change up who they are when they get in these groups. And that's that cultish mentality.
0: That's kind of like how people pray. Yeah.
1: Like, like shit be weird. You would
0: man. not be praying like that if you was at home.
1: Get the fuck I, on, bro. Like, for real. Like,
0: why is this prayer? Like, sometimes it's necessary. Like, I've, I've prayed where I was, like, actually praying in the spirit. And it was long. But some people, like, really be digging. And I'm like, you could have just stopped.
1: <laughs> Niggas be putting on the show, <laughs> you man. You could have
0: just stopped.
1: I, and, and, and I'm telling you, like, and, and when, it gets, when it gets to that point, it's not about the religion. It's about you. It's about you. It's a And, and it's about how you want to be perceived. In sociology, we call it the looking glass self, right? <laughs> so it's like it's three layers to the looking glass self. So it's like I'm not doing what I want to do you know you were fucking sociology. you took sociology. You know what I'm saying? But for the people who don't know <laughs> So So the looking glass self is I'm not doing whatever action I'm doing, I'm not doing it because of what I think. I'm not doing it because of what you think of me. I'm doing it because of what I think you think of me. And what I want you to think of me. Exactly. So I'm putting on this show. This I want you to think I'm a tough nigga. So I don't think I'm a tough nigga. You probably don't think I'm a tough nigga, but I want you to think I'm a tough nigga, so I act Mm -hmm. tough. You know what I'm saying? I want you to think, you know what I mean? So that's called the looking glass self, and your actions are no longer for you. They're not even for the other person. Therefore, what you want the other person to believe. Mm -hmm. And that's too much going on. There's too many motherfucking mechanics when you could just be authentically you.
0: Mm -hmm. So for me, I guess where I'm at now, or where I've been for a while, I think... So, I've been in the church my whole life, but I feel like my journey, my faith walk started when I l- went to grad school. Because um, I didn't really go. I mean, we went to church when we just wanted to put on clothes and undergrad and go to eat. We weren't in church like that for real undergrad. So, graduate school, I'm by myself. I'm like, I need to get back into church. So, that's when I I didn't really have anybody else telling me um what I should be studying what church I should be going to cuz before that you go to where your mama tell you go to church other than my right. you know I told her I didn't want to be catholic no more but other than that we going to the church she tell her we going to but um I got to pick the church I was in Atlanta so covered in churches I had to Man. like figure out even denomination wise like what fits for me what works for me and um Yeah, that's where my my journey started, and it was more of, that's when I knew, because at first I questioned, like, if there's all these religions, who's to say, Mm -hmm. this one is the one. Facts. So I remember when I asked my mom that question, that that, that was too far for her. Like, (laughs) girl, (laughs) stop playing with me, all your book knowledge, I don't know, we're Christians. I don't have any other answers for you. But um, I was really looking to it because I think there's eight, depending on where you look, it's seven or eight in the world.
1: What, religions? Yeah. There's hundreds. The main ones? It's I mean, it's three dominant religions in the world, but there are hundreds of religions. Okay. Judaism, Christianity, and Islam are the three dominant religions. Dominant, okay. Yes.
0: Okay. So... So with all that being said, it's just like, who just said, like, Christianity is, is it? mm mm-hmm. um, It was it. For when I was, I was able to answer that question. It's just like, it wasn't something, religion wasn't something I was doing to check up, check a box. Religion was just a part of my life. My faith was a part of my life. My faith is what keeps me going. Like, There's plenty of times, like now, my life is in shambles. But God has already promised me what he promised me. So I can either be crippled by what's going on with me right now or just keep going. Because as long as I'm waking up, clearly the promise is still the promise. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm intentional about, like strengthening my faith. And not so much... Making sure I'm getting to choir rehearsal, making sure my skirt is long enough.
1: Right. Like all those things. All, all, all the trivial, dumb shit that really has nothing to do with my belief or you know. Yeah. Uh, trust me, I get it. I get it. That's. So before the the pandemic. Like, I had, like, already, like, distanced myself from, you know, just attending the mosque and just being around them niggas and all of that shit. Because it's just, like like, like, like your brother-in-law. I'm still, I'm Muslim, but I'm a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? At, at the end of the day, like I'm a real nigga from Joy Road. That's, you know, my life experience up until I became Muslim was my life fucking experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm more of that, you know, I was that for 28 years before I became Muslim. So I've done I've been a real nigga longer than I've been anything. So that shit not gonna change no matter what building I walk in or no matter who I'm around. And that shit ain't got nothing to do with, you know, my belief, you know, or, or my faith and none of that type of shit. But I don't I don't desire to fit in Mm-mm. anywhere. I I don't wanna be anything like you niggas. If everybody's going right, I'm going the fuck left, bro. Like I don't want to be doing what y'all are doing. But modern women, right? So you had a you so we wanted to talk about modern women, right? So what is it like for a modern woman in a traditional church setting? I don't know what a modern woman is. A, mo- a modern woman, uh just you know, spitballing here, but a modern woman is a woman without traditional beliefs. You don't, you know, you're a woman of today. You believe in, you know, uh, you, you're no, you're not a damsel in distress. You believe in, you know, e- equality of the sexes. You know what I'm saying? And no, I'm there, because I ain't taking no trash out. See, and that's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so, so you have, you know, a, a woman with today's values. You know what I'm saying? And and that's, it's it's been a struggle. Listen, modern bitches is struggling right now. I ain't gonna lie.
0: I think millennials are somewhat of a mix, though.
1: You think millennials are a mix of what?
0: Of, I think millennials are the shift. So I I feel like, because I'm 34, so I feel like I am like the legit millennial.
1: Mm-hmm. But I
0: think so much happened between 1980 and 1996 that there is a split. So there are some millennial women that are very traditional. hmm there are some of us that are like really mixed and there's the younger set, the like twenty twenty nine, I think the youngest, twenty maybe twenty seven, I don't know. That is like
1: Total modern women. Total
0: I don't I'm confused a lot. So I think millennials depending on how old she is, depends where she falls. A lot of us I feel like are mixed though.
1: Yeah, but like so but a lot of women in my age range, you know, I'm 38, right? So a lot of women in my age range are really fucking struggling with this life shit right now, mm-hmm. a whole lot, right? And so I was having this conversation via DM uh, with some woman who wanted to debate me because of my Instagram questions or whatever. You're arguing with me? I love, I love, but see, I'll argue to, to, to. No fucking end. This is what I do, right? So, but, and she was like, well, why is this happening? Why is this happening? I'm like, well, listen, all you have to do, if you have a question, any fucking question you have, all you have to do is look at nature. Look at the world around you, right? So, if your question is, why am I fucked up and blah, 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 look at the world around you and what other things are doing. And compare yourself to that, right? But the problem is a lot of us don't want to look inward. Mm -hmm. We want to point the finger. We, You know what I'm saying? All our problems, all our issues are external. No, nigga, you got to look in first. What am I doing? What is my fucked up thought process? What are my values? And then you'll understand the situation. Mm -hmm. I, I recently said, like, a lot of women are, you know, going on, a lot of girls trips and not vacations they want to be going on vacations but they're going on a lot of girls trips but your thought process is the problem you know what i mean so that's really what the fuck is going on with a lot of modern women and the world is not accepting of you know what i'm saying so so it's like the world you want don't exist yet the world modern women want does not exist yet mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know if it's ever coming. It Uh, it it probably is, but it ain't here yet. So a lot, I see a lot of my sisters my age struggling in today's world, dating, jobs, you know, everything, friendships. Like chicks can't even hang with chicks, like because y'all all thinking some crazy shit.
0: I think because um. I so a lot of us are raised by really mean mamas. <laughs> boomer, if you have a boomer mom, you know what I'm talking about. It is what it is. And I think those women were so fed up because they really started it. They really started this. <laughs> I think they were so fed up. But hands was still too tight. Like they didn't know they they weren't like they they weren't ready to do this yet. Mm -hmm. So they were just mean, (laughs) and they passed that down to us. So now that we're in this generation, we done took on their mean girl energy with this uh I don't know what to call sexualized energy of today, and it's just like.
1: Gone, girls gone wild, yeah. Bitches is wild, yeah. Uh, twenty twenty, during the pandemic, uh, was like the fucking the blow up of OnlyFans. Like that shit took the fuck off. You know, motherfuckers were sitting in the crib, not working, and 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 it, you know what I'm saying. So, so I really don't understand the the sexual suppression. Aspect for women because right now I just see like hot girl summer like you know what I'm saying get that bread get that head then leave like mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I like that's that's the energy out here that's what's being professed that's what's being propagated mm-hmm. and I would I would totally understand if it was a a demographic of 25 and under women you know with this energy but I'm it's women my age. That's like, what are we, and I feel like that's following does. Meg the Stallion like well, she's younger than y'all. Well, she's also just cute. But that, but that's what I'm saying like you, you, when mean you go,
0: like acting.
1: Yeah, like. you know what I'm saying or or just trying to emulate what she's saying in her songs like that's her real life. I can't even imagine myself. A, I, it's right, it, that JT and whatever the, the the city girls like 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 grown bitches is adopting these you know, yeah. outlooks in this thought process. And that's mind boggling to me at at, at my at thirty eight. Like yeah. it's like, wow, like you're, you're not a teenager, ma. Mm-hmm. Fuck is wrong. What was like, you doing with your life before this song came out?
0: I mean, I came up in the era of Trina. So <laughs> <laughs> came up in the era of Trina. So it's like the sexualized energy has always been there. Mm-hmm. I think um I mean speaking of just the music industry, well, all the industries are run by men. So a lot of what we see is what men want to see. So I get, that's my struggle is like, I don't like my struggle is I get that. I completely agree that it's girls going wild. I don't know what's happening out here. It's like the flip has been switch has been flipped,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: also in the conversation I was having with the guy on Twitter, um women for the most part do what men wanna see. So how are we getting blamed for doing and acting in ways y'all say y'all like?
1: Who what, who said they like that shit? Who said Who's they that like that
0: men like naked women twerking? I mean Calse Instagram uh, story <laughs>
1: okay so <laughs> <What>? <laughs> well fucking play, my nigga well played so yes men do like you know have nigga women twerking but what i'm saying is this right as far as the music industry i will i will 100 give you that niggas don't want to see bitches spitting bars like niggas not you know what i'm saying not supporting that type of rap you know what i'm saying where where bitches is just out here you know yeah, what up, B, I got the Glock with it. like, no, that that's not what a nigga want to hear from a woman, right? And the music industry, we already know they personify the uh the objectivity of women, the objectification of women and mm-hmm. this gangster fucking mentality. You know what I'm saying? That's what all all rap is drill rap now. It, there is no other, it used to be a conscious, uh, you know what I'm saying? These niggas was conscious, these niggas was partying, these niggas was dancing. Now everybody's sliding on the ops. Everybody smoking the dead niggas, you know what I'm saying? We're
0: just really depressed. That's
1: you know, so weird. so so that's the energy, or you know, bitches twerking and you know, get that bread, get that head type shit. You know what I'm saying? So so it's all of this dumb shit, mm-hmm. but that's just music. I'm talking about real fucking life. So, though. but
0: that's unfortunately in our community, that's what they follow. Like when I was coming up, it was the era of the video vixen. That's when we all started wearing sew ins and. In all types of other stuff, and and we but and see, listen, so, that.
1: so this is my pushback. That's what the, that's what they follow. That's what women follow. Mm-hmm. I, I'm talking about Nick. I don't know no niggas my age that's trying to be King Von, but you got forty year old women trying to have a hot girl summer. So I- so so this is what I'm saying. A nigga could hear. I love. All I listen to is ratchet ass rap. I like you, bro. You go to my phone right now. The intro to my song is right. You know what I'm saying? My podcast is right. You know what I mean? I think all my shit is hip hop, hood shit. I don't listen to a lot of conscious music. When I'm listening to music, I want to hear some some street gutter shit. But I'm not about to go out and emulate that. Mm -hmm. But women hear a new Cardi B, a new WAP. All of this shit, and that's what they want to emulate. And I'm talking about adult women. Mm-hmm. That shit is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. That makes absolutely no sense well, to, men to me. Men are doing it too. We, who where when who?
0: So a lot of a lot of a lot of people that never even thought about selling drugs there in their life and listening to it and like, oh, this is what we are doing drugs.
1: I mean, now? Or, no, uh, I'm just saying. Uh, so
0: you're mat- your past, and I think it's because it's with men, with men in hip-hop, it's kind of like, from my perspective, it's like young, dumb shit. And then, let me tell you how I got out my young, dumb shit. So they're helping you guys mature.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Women, it's like, Young, dumb shit. Hot girl shit. I am teach y'all how a man. But, like, in rap, unless you're going the conscious route, like, I don't want to hear, I don't really want to hear Nicki Minaj rap about her marriage.
1: <laughs> and this is coming from a woman. So
0: where do you go? But and I feel like that's why it's a constant cycle.
1: But see, this is, but listen, listen, and this is the bigger problem. Why the fuck? Is rap your guiding light? Like why but the It's not f- mine. I, yeah, right. I I love R&B. Right, but 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 why is that the influence on a grown person's life? I understand this for teenagers who don't know any better. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking about you know somebody over the age of twenty five, and you're emulating what you hear in songs and what you see on videos, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the if you look at modern women today. We're not talking about young women. We're talking about chicks approaching 40. Mm -hmm. This is their energy. So I
0: think that. Get that
1: bag off these niggas and, you know, all this dumb shit.
0: So I think it circles back to the the overall conversation. A lot of, we'll just say Gen Z, to be fair, but a lot of millennials are in there too. Um, We were were mixed. We had the video vixen era, we had that influence, but we were also going to church. So there's a balance. Like we have standards, morals, foundation. we have a foundation. To your point, religion is almost obsolete. So this is all I'm seeing is culture. I don't right. have a foundation. Right.
1: And hip hip hop leads culture. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's culture. It's definitely cultural. And hip hop is the like the name, the number one cultural influence. Yeah, absolutely. That that's a great point. That's a great point. So What's the remedy for that? How do we remedy that? Because I believe that that's a bigger issue. That's one of the biggest issues in uh, black male female re- uh, relationships. You know what I'm saying? And you know, you you talk about communal problems. All of this shit. Look at what we're influenced by. Mm-hmm. So how do we remedy that? Because it it ain't gonna. I don't personally believe it's gonna be the church. It ain't gonna be the fucking mosque.
0: But I think just if you. I mean, I've I've studied the Bible because I like people. And to me, how I read the Bible is like it's a living, breathing document. So I put myself in it. Like that's how I read it. Like the Old Testament is wild. If you just
1: oh my god, that motherfucker is lit.
0: Um, <laughs> so I've read it and like listened to it in audio, and it's, it's Man, crazy. God
1: was going crazy, you <laughs> know. And
0: the people too. Like, Man, they was they,
1: they was turned. To they me,
0: was, like this is modern day Sodom and Gomorrah. And I probably said that wrong. But I feel like that this is today to me.
1: Yeah, I I I, I can see the correlation.
0: So <laughs> I think for it to make sense to me, and this is whatever religion you are, because to me, it's my religion is my foundation. I can enjoy Trina and not be completely lost in Trina because Sylvia has a foundation. But I can enjoy that. Um, but it's not me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think the church has to be open to delivering the message in a way that it will be received. To me, my revelation, it, it has to be presented as more so transformative. Like, we do these things to become a better person. Your best version of you. This is why we're doing it. And not performative. You do these things so you don't go to hell. That's not working.
1: Yeah, that shit is stupid. That's that's really fucking stupid. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> I think that, I don't know if it's the answer, but that's the only thing that I think makes, and I've explained it in that way, because I've had these conversations. Because for me, I work in social work. So, well in the corporate America, you know, it's all, everything's supposed to be separate. But they're allowed to sit at work and talk about whatever they want. Mm -hmm. The devil (laughs) Uh, being, you know, completely against, like, whatever. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna talk about Jesus in here. (laughs) They ain't stopping you. So I would have conversations and then after a while, they saw that it wasn't just something I did. Like, I didn't just go to church to go to church. I didn't just sing in the choir, singing in the choir. Like, I was on the crisis team. We would be doing some stuff that was, like, crazy. Like, going up to people. I don't know if you ever talked to somebody that's psychotic. (laughs) But, like, out of their mind, like, I'm about to kill you because somebody's telling me. I don't know how my coworkers handle it not believing in nothing, Honestly. And after a while, like, they were like, well, Sylvia, how are you so calm? i was like, Jesus. So then after a while, they would all just say, it, like, they would answer for me. <laughs> so they thought it, I mean, I don't think they thought it was a joke, but they knew, like, that's what got me through these 16-hour shifts. Mm-hmm. That's what got me, you know, I was comfortable going to talk to somebody that was high off whatever on Michigan Ave. And I, and they shaking. But you don't believe in nothing. I can only tell you like this is what's centering me. hmm It helps me, you see that it helps me. I ain't gonna beat you over the head with it, but you about to cry and I'm not.
1: Yeah, you know, uh so in uh again in undergrad, I took a comparative religion course, right? And that was probably uh the the professor was an ex-priest. He was a priest. I think he said he was a priest for 30-some-odd years and just walked away one fucking day and got married. Like, you know, a priest can't get married and shit. Mm. So and the nigga was a priest, and he was like, man, fuck this shit, and walked away and got married. And then, you know, went on, and he had already got his degrees and shit prior, you know, because he was in the military and all of that shit, but then he started... Teaching, I forget what subject he was teaching. Then he he went to someone's comparative religion course, and then he started teaching comparative religion. When I say this it was like one of the most enlightening classes I've ever fucking taken in my life, right?
0: My brother-in-law said that too. He took it like randomly. He took a class.
1: Yeah, I took this shit at Henry Ford. It was a comparative religion course at Henry Ford Community College, and. I I forget the professor's name, and it it was so fucking long ago. It was probably like nine years ago, and this shit was mind blowing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And salvation is personal, right? So, what you sink, what you you know, get solitude from, what I get solitude from, it's all subjective. Mm And so that's why, you know, it's good that you're not, I'm, I'm not a beat you over the head with a type of motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to beat you over the head with Islam. Like, that shit just happened to work for me. And I'm definitely not the best example of a motherfucking Muslim, you know what I'm saying? I'm not the nigga to follow. If you're, I, I can teach you some shit but as far as the thing. I you,
0: and I don't mean to cut you off, but I will tell you, like, the episode you did about, like, explaining it, just explaining it just like a real nigga would, like this is why, and both of y'all, I w- listened to it and was like, oh, tell me more. <laughs> because it wasn't it wasn't this over the top, because a lot of times people get caught up and can't deliver the message because they're doing it in a way somebody told them. Mm-hmm. They're going off a script. So you don't understand it. So the person that you're trying to explain it to doesn't understand it either, because you don't have... You don't get it,
1: mm-hmm. so
0: why not just explain it in a way that makes sense to you?
1: Facts. That's how I explain everything. I I try to shit get the shit down to the you know bare minimum, right? So, so this course just you know and this what you learned about you know you learn about the dominant three religions, but then you learn about all these other religions and you mm-hmm. shit that predates uh, Judaism and you know a lot of shit that came after, right? And you realize that. Religion is religion is just the road you take. You know what I'm saying? So the destination is the destination, but there's many fucking ways to get there. There is no one right way to get there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is the route you take. This is the route I take. It ain't no need and I personally believe that two intelligent people can talk about any fucking thing. There's no topic that's off limits. Religion, politics, you know, whatever. None, nothing is off limits when you're intelligent. You know what I'm saying? So when you when you when you get into this religious shit, it's like, nigga, I'm not trying to convert the world. That's that's not the goal. This is what works for me. You have to figure out what works for you, mm-hmm. and blah 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 blah, so on and so forth. But we've strayed so far away from. All religions, mm-hmm. all of that shit is like God and faith and belief. All of that shit is out the window. Now nah, niggas is just, just turned. Whatever. Nah, niggas is just turned, right? And that's the world we're in. So we're in a world where Cardi B or a Meg, and I'm not picking on these women. You, you know what I'm saying? I'm trust me. I'm not picking. I enjoy that music. The, you know what I'm saying? I'm not picking on these women, but I'm saying that their energy is what's being emulated in our women and that's an issue i don't give a fuck how you feel about it that's a reality that we as black people have to deal with and is I, I really honestly don't see an end in sight in 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 the, in the a near future
0: um i think what's happening is what's what's going to happen in the world I think we all I think there's so many different religions because they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um and it's because there's so many different people. Your culture is your culture, religion is a part of ethnicity. Look into it. It's a part of it. Right. Um I think we're all spread across the world to be different, to experience different things, um to have a different understanding. About things, but we are, I feel like we are going the same direction. How you get there, what your journey is, is on you, but the journey is a journey. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe some people's journey is being a whore. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, but what, no, but where did that come from? But no, like... <laughs> So, I've gone through a lot of things, right? Just dating. So, let's just say, because i had a very black mama, boomer, I technically couldn't date till I was 16. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, let's just say I've been dating since I was 16. I'm 34. I've been dating for a long time. Okay. Um, I've had multiple experiences with men that no matter how bad they were, how good they were! They helped me become the woman that I am today. Um, I think that's life itself. Like you, people have bad experiences at churches. Like to me, God is still God. Mm-hmm. So maybe I did have a year where I was getting it in. <laughs> <laughs> There are some people that will tell you, "Ain't girl, there ain't no coming back. You got to get dipped again." And I don't feel that. Do I want to get baptized again for my own personal reasons? Yeah, I want to get baptized again when I get married, like with my husband. Okay, but because it's like a, a new.
1: Right. So hold on, hold on, hold on. So that would that would uh, imply that your husband would have to be Christian. Yeah. Okay. So you just eighty six, like a like. 6 billion people off the planet this night. I know.
0: <laughs> so, but again, that's a part of the journey. That's what I'm telling you today. Okay. 2022. Cuz that's what I know.
1: Mhm.
0: Um Who's to say like I think in 20 I think 2020 was really what it was supposed to be. 2020 vision. Open up your eyes. This is a reset. A shift happened.
1: A shift definitely a fucking happened. A shift happened. happened.
0: It definitely happened. You picked the
1: side.
0: (laughs) I'm a lot more enlightened than I was in 2019. Uh,
1: We all are, I believe. I believe not.
0: But I think a lot of stuff that we're seeing is that some people got left behind.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'll take it. I will take it. Because
0: I'm so weird. It's like, are you stupid? I get on the lodge 96, 94. Southfield Freeway, are y'all dumb? <laughs> Some people got left behind. The ship.
1: I, 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 will, I will accept it. Some people got left behind. I will accept it. <laughs> I like that. I really you like know. that.
0: But specifically in regards to like where we are as a society and religion, I think that's your personal decision and what makes sense for you. Mm-hmm. Personally, as a Christian, I don't like the teaching that there is no, like, it's either you you is or you ain't. It makes sense, but not in today, because I feel like people that I know that have, and people that have dated, felt like they couldn't believe what they've been believing and because they weren't perfect, mm. and that's just not real life. Like, I'm going to mess up. But if you're telling me that I can't be messing up and still be exposed to my religion, that's not helping me. So just, you bound to hell because (laughs) you want to have sex. But how am I ever going to come back on the path that you say I'm supposed to be on if you're exiling me?
1: Right. See, so, and that's... again and i'm saying this for all the fucking users and for fucking uh the, i i can't i ain't even going to say the name but the carrier or the, or the proprietor you know of of this you know podcast right the platform that you know pushes this podcast i'm saying this for y'all cuz i i be getting all type of warnings for my content and mm-hmm. shit so again i'm not picking on uh christians but mm-hmm. that's some christian shit that you going to hell shit you going to hell shit mm-hmm. like muslims and jews don't talk like that the nation of islam don't talk like that only god know who going to hell i can't i don't you could listen so there's a there's a, a hadith right so we have the quran and then we have the hadith right so the hadith is a lot of sayings and teachings and doings of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. right? So in the Hadith, they tell this story. There was this prostitute. And that's all the fuck she did. She just hold it up, you know what I'm saying? Every day, all day. She wasn't Muslim. She was nothing. She was just a whore. Like Jezebel. Right. Yeah, Jezebel. In her time, she was just a whore. She just sold that motherfucker for the cash, right? But there was a dog in this village and the dog was thirsty so this whore this prostitute took her shoe off dipped it in the well and gave the dog water and when they saw it they was like she's gonna go to heaven you know like when she died i don't give a fuck if she suck a thousand more dicks Mm -hmm. but because she showed this animal this kindness because this animal couldn't have got this water out this well on its own she's had the heart to show this animal this kindness, she's guaranteed heaven, right? Mm-hmm.
0: That's she, like the Samaritan woman in the Bible.
1: So we don't talk about, oh you going to hell. You would, like like real shit you just don't hear Muslims say shit like that. You know what I'm saying? You know ever. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, nigga, you oh you ain't do that. You ain't you going to hell. You did this. Oh nigga, you drank, you mm-hmm. smoked. You ate a ham sandwich, you going to, like, well, that shit, it's not a thing.
0: But if you read the Bible, it's not a thing either.
1: All right. But it's, so, perfect, so,
0: it's nothing but examples of people that were getting it wrong until they got it right.
1: Exactly. But the way shit is taught and the way shit is practiced, I mean, you know what I'm saying? The way shit is practiced and the way it's, you know, written, mm. it, it 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 often is not the same. You know what I mean? It, it often is not the fucking same.
0: I remember when I read it through and I was just like. I started
1: fact checking. I'm like, that is not in here, sir. Bro, I I love the Bible. I read the Bible five times yeah. from cover to cover. It's really good. It's a great fucking book. I love the book. And I just recently said on Twitter, motherfucking Christian pastors have some of the dopest sermons I've ever fucking heard. Like just they message, like you might see the clips on Facebook or Instagram, you know, fucking T.D. Jakes or you know, all all of these, you know what I'm saying? And like, bro, they be coming to fuck with it. Like, I see why these niggas got mega churches. Mm-hmm. These are some of the most prolific speakers of our time. Have
0: you ever seen his daughter Sarah Jakes preach?
1: No, never. Send me send me you some don't of her don't. shit. Inbox me some of her shit, tell her text it to me, just find some YouTube clips again and, and I'ma listen. Mm-hmm. But man, like I, I hear some motherfucking Christian pastor so uh the, the one the skinny dude he took the twenty dollar bill and was stepping on it never mind. and throwing it. He he took the $20 bid. He was stepping on it and throwing it and kept asking the lady, like, do you still want this? And he'd oh, throw, yeah, throw the 20 and step on it and kick it. Like, you still want it? You still want this? And like, because it never lost its value. You know what I'm saying? So it don't matter how much you've been beat up or kicked up. I'm like, bro, that shit was dope. Like, I see why that shit went viral. Then the other dude, he get on there and he talking about slamming his hand in the door and you start jumping. You know what I'm saying? And about mm-hmm. how people other people respond to your pain. I'm like, bro, like them niggas is 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 gonna get the message out. Like though mm-hmm. they they gonna be the face of the is religion. It
0: making it make sense. Like, right. it was a time where because I was, literally was we just talking to my brother in law about this before I left the house. I think the issue that's being made now is that the the shifts are not being made. Could you sit in front of people in 1960 and just read them the scripture, say a prayer, do a testimony, get on out? Yeah, but y'all had to do that because you never knew when the Ku Klux Klan was going to come. They had to make it quick, short to the point, give them what they need to get and get them home. Now it's just you have to make it make sense for the time. Mm -hmm. There was a big pushback because before the pandemic, because I'm active in church, I can tell you, millennials have been telling these pastors to make the shift to virtual. We don't want to come to this church every Sunday, bro. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> but we want to get it. But I just want to get it from my bed. No, no, no. You need to come to the church. And look, 2020, what'd you have to do?
1: Right. Virtual to the motherfucker. Virtual.
0: So some were ready and some were not.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, it I like I say I I don't I don't think religion is gonna make a comeback. You know I I really don't, and so I I think I think the reset is gonna have to be much bigger than what happened in 2020. So I'm you know and this is just me going off on my Tariq, you know mind mm-hmm. rabbit hole matrix shit. Like I think the world is really really gonna get fucked up like really bad, and then it's going to be a reset, right? So it's like we're going to go all the way fucking stupid because we're stupid right now.
0: I mean, if you read Revelations, you know how this going to go. That's what I'm
1: saying. So shit is going to get all the way stupid. We're going to get all the way fucking demolition, man, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's going to be some sort of, War, or battle, or whatever the fuck, and then it's gonna be a mass reset. I, yeah. I wholeheartedly believe that that shit is hap- hap- gonna happen because I see the direction that we're going. You know what I mean? So I
0: think the shift is that there are people that are gonna hold on to their religious values mm-hmm. because that's what's grounding you. That is what's gonna get you through what is about to happen. The people that are now just completely not believing in anything they are gonna have a really hard time. I personally feel like that is the shift, and I can't help you with that.
1: <laughs> uh, no one can. No one can. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's really what time it is. That's 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 what it is. And I, I like I said, I, I I totally believe that this is what's coming. And. It just is what it is. So yeah. can
0: I ask you a question?
1: Absolutely. Okay. Ma- please.
0: So, because I'm a single woman, so a lot of my conversations are always around dating, mm-hmm. and specifically religion, the whole equally yoke conversation. Okay. You're not traditional Muslim. You said that correct. right. Um. But what has your I don't know. Like, what has your experience been when you've been like, okay, I'm a Muslim. This is what it is. Because I'm gonna assume most of the women you date are not Muslim.
1: Not Muslim. So, uh, I was married for four and a half years. My divorce. Uh, I just got divorced like a couple years ago. So, and my wife was Muslim. You okay. know what I'm saying. So I, you know, got married during Ramadan. So, uh. I became Muslim. uh, I took shahada in 2010. So I've been Muslim about, you know, 11 years, right? But like I say, prior to that, I was in prison. You know, I came home in 2010, so I was studying. So I studied Islam for like five years before I actually became a Muslim, right? So I come home, and uh, Facebook is a thing. It was not a thing at first, you know what I'm saying? So when I take shahada, I get on Facebook and I'm, you know, whoop, and then, you know, it's like Muslim Facebook found me, Muslim Twitter found me, right? Mm-hmm. So I start linking up with motherfuckers, you know, Muslims all over New York, Philadelphia, DC, California, Atlanta, all of that shit, right? I'm going to the mosque, all of this shit, and so I'm still just out here studying. I'm, and I'm, I'm. Trying to get my life together. I just came home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I gotta get a job. I gotta get a car. I gotta get a house. All of this shit. I don't have anything. You know what I'm saying? I'm 27. And I don't got shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I worked and worked. So I worked a couple years and I got those things. I got a job. I got a car. I had a Cadillac. You know what I'm saying? I got a motherfucking house. The motherfucker was actually right down the street on Warren and Memorial. That was the first crib that I bought. So uh boom, I'm getting those things in order. And in the meantime, I'm like, I'm fucking Mm -hmm. but i'm not like i had like a girlfriend when i came home but it was toxic Then i was with my baby mama that shit was fucked up did you
0: ever feel like guilt
1: from fucking yeah yes absolutely absolutely i felt a lot of guilt right because i'm muslim right Mm So I'm fucking bitches, but I'm offering five salat today. I got a prostration mark on my head. Oh, you know like what I'm saying? It, it's like God. De- no, it's like, no, I feel bad. I, yeah. I gotta go pray after I just fucked this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Type shit. So that shit was fucking with me, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's when I was like, get married. Just get get fucking married. Get married. Get married. Like that was my thing. Get married. Then it was crazy how it happened. So uh my homeboy was like, I was like a catch at the mosque. I'm young. I'm single. I got a job. I got a house. I got a car. And I ain't never been married. So I was like that nigga. It, I swear to God, it was Arab niggas and black niggas, just African niggas, everybody offering me their daughters or their sisters. Mm-hmm. Like, after mos mosque, be like, hey, it's hard, bro, man, listen, us uh, shit, why don't you come to the house and, you know, meet my daughter, man, and. My homeboy, uh, I ain't gonna put him out there, but he was like, Man, I got like three sisters, like shit, what up? That you know, what the I'm saying?
0: perspective that has changed for me recently. I don't think arranged marriage is that bad at, at this point. Arranged marriage is not bad at all. Hey, arranged marriage means so
1: they was <laughs> so they was like really trying to pass me off to their people, right? So I boom, I get married, and boom. So so that was four and a half years. I'm 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 with the I'm with a Muslim woman, so that's my life. And so she didn't convert, she was Muslim. Yeah, she was already Muslim. Got and and I dated Muslims before that. I just didn't marry them. So I dated three Muslim women. Fucking. Huh? Were y'all fucking? Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. We was fucking. Fuck out. Like I'm not dating without fucking. Oh, yeah. Like That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like I'm telling you, this shit different, bro. I'm telling you. Listen, you gonna to have to come back. We gotta do another episode on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I dated three Muslim women. Shit, probably more than that. I ain't gonna cap. It was probably like six. Muslim women that I dated and didn't marry before I found my, my wife and married her, right? So boom, and then after that, I'm dating Muslim. So the majority of women that I've been with since I've been home have been Muslim. I'm not gonna I'm not Dated, seriously now. That makes I fu-
0: sense, because that's where you were.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, that's where I still I, I still am. But like, don't get to, I fuck up all type of bitches. You know what I'm saying? But like, date seriously because I. And, and and this is why I felt like Islam was perfect for me, because of the way I already think Islam, the the religion lines up with that. Mm-hmm. It's certain qualities that I like in a woman, mm-hmm. and, and, you know what I'm saying, in a woman. And and this is what the fuck I want. Like, I don't want a hot girl summer bitch. I don't want bitches that's, you know, like, twerking. I
0: don't want
1: one in a the... militia. Yeah, I, I don't want the bitch that's twerking in the club and half naked and titties all out and all in niggas' face. That ain't, that's not the type of chick that I'm gonna take serious. I'll fuck you. I'll have fun with you all day long. You know what I'm saying? I'll bust that motherfucker down, but I'm not gonna take you serious. The women that I take serious are gonna have qualities that I want my three daughters to emulate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I'm, I'm a father. I got five kids and three of them are girls. So I don't want my daughters. And, and so this became my criteria for dating as soon as my daughter was born. I don't have any business dealing with a bitch that I don't want my daughter to be like. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my only criteria. If I don't want my daughter to be like you, I'm not taking you serious. I will fuck you and waste your time, mm-hmm. but I will not take you serious, ma'am. So okay. Go ahead.
0: Perfect segue because I feel like this is the issue for us millennials that are mixed with the Clark sisters and Yes, y'all. <laughs> okay, y'all know who you are. <laughs> Most men that I know mm-hmm. can't speak for any the men that I date like a certain thing in the bedroom, right,
1: which is. I don't want nobody boring. Yeah, you gotta yeah, yeah. You gotta be fu- yeah, yeah, you gotta be lit in, in you a bedroom. Be lit. right. No, no prudes. No, no prudes, prudes. Right, right? Okay. I'm I'm with you.
0: A lady in the streets, freaking sheets. Facts. Church girls that are just down to the church all the time. Ain't allowed to go to no clubs, aren't allowed to hang out with nobody. Where are they supposed to learn that at? <laughs> I'm
1: legit. Uh, right, I, I I get it. I get it, right? So uh we have this thing called the internet, right? We have this invention that's called the internet, yeah. right? And, and so if I'm,
0: if I'm being told of this, I can't even look.
1: Fuck all of that. You better look. You better do some motherfucking you, research you, you to you please your neighbor. I, I, so, so I can understand the conundrum. I I, I get the issue, right? But uh, it, from my experience, a lot of the quiet girls be like the biggest freaks, mm-hmm. right? A whole lot of the quiet girls and the church girls, like I had this thing. I had this. Th- I was young and I was dumb. Do not fault me for this. But I had this thing. I say if her father is a pastor or a cop, she's a freak. If she lives in a corner house, she's a freak. If her name ends in the uh sound, she's a freak. Tasha, Keisha, I'm sorry, Sylvia, you know, any uh, any A sound at the end of the name, I'm like, she's a motherfucking freak. So this was my high school mind thinking. Zero science behind it, but those were my, that was my thought process. But a lot of the quiet, nerdy girls was like, really lit in the bedroom, right? But yes, niggas, that, that, that's exactly what a man wants. I want a woman who I'm, I'm proud to show off in mm-hmm. public, but you're going to blow this motherfucker down once we get in this room. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it ain't going to be no, stop, no, I don't do that. And Clutching your purse, no, nah, bitch, we about to get it lit. Yeah. And then tomorrow I'm going to show you off to the motherfucking world. That's what men want. Yeah. That That's no cap. That's why lie? That's I what think, we want.
0: And just because now millennial, I don't think generations before us really had conversations. Like the young adults that I, we had conversations like this. Cause we trying to figure it out, right? Um, don't nobody want no lane. Mm-hmm. It maybe it's area wide. I'm from the metro Detroit. Don't nobody want no lane. right? Woman or female. I don't want nobody boring. But if you going to church and they telling you everything you you talking about doing gonna send you to hell.
1: Why are you still in the church? That's my question. You. Know, b- that's what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. so the black woman. The, the church got y'all niggas, man. Like got y'all niggas. But
0: the black
1: I'm not gonna say that. It it, it, it got y'all, man. It's it it got the, the church got a clutch on y'all I have like been freed. Let that shit go, man. I like, bro, you don't and I and and, and I'm sorry, to, I'm 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 gonna apologize. You don't have to let it go. No. Don't you know what I'm
0: saying? I, don't, I don't think don't, you don't. need to let it go. Don't let it go.
1: That that's to. not what I meant. But what I'm saying is that can't I I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I can't lie. I I I don't know what I'm saying. And
0: this literally just kind of me because I be talking to God and he be talking to me. But I think it has, the shift has to be, it has to be more transformative and not performative. There are certain things that I'm just not going to do. There are certain things I'm not going to say. There are certain things I'm not going to wear out in the public because that is not an example of my highest self. Mm -hmm. But I'm also not going to let somebody else tell me what I need to wear, facts. Be, to be my height, so I'm pretty sure somebody thinks these leggings would send me to hell. I don't care. I like them.
1: They comfortable, my nigga. Fuck <laughs> out of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that, I mean, and and that's what I meant. Like, don't let it go, but like, don't be so caught up in this shit where you know a motherfucker just. Sending you to hell all the time for every fucking thing. Like, come on, bro. Don't nobody know who the fuck going to heaven, or hell. Ain't nobody ever been to tell us what that shit is like. I
0: personally feel
1: like this is hell. Shit, it might be. You might be right. You know, there's a fifty percent chance that this is a uh, a simulation. Mm-hmm. There's a real uh, like it's really fifty fifty that we're all living in a simulation.
0: I don't know what type of TV you're into, but the good place.
1: On what platform?
0: uh it was streaming on Netflix but it literally talks about all of this mm, like, yeah i'm going to look it up but it's more like a on the lines of like i guess they call that dry humor okay but I it's like it's,
1: it's smart talk, people shit it talks like about that. this yeah i like i like i like smart people shit but yeah so you know you asked the question Most of the chicks that I took serious were Muslim women. Because, you know, uh, I want a woman with a certain type of values. You know what I'm saying? I I don't want... I don't like bitches that's always on the scene, that's always, you know, in a nigga face, that's turned up. Fuck all that. You know what I'm saying? Sit the fuck down. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, let's raise these kids. Let's travel. Let's, you know, go go out to eat, have good food. Let's enjoy the shit that we like doing. But Mm -hmm. I'm not about the... Putting on a show, you know, for the public. I ain't that ain't never wanted. I, I I don't give a fuck about putting on, Fuck the public. I, I hate the public. So that ain't never what I want to be. But but I see a lot of these couples where everything is a show. Yeah, I I don't, I, I don't want to be a show.
0: People say I'm crazy, but let the internet tell it. I haven't had a man, a date, or nothing since 2016, and that's how it's gonna be. Whoever needs to know is gonna know. Whoever don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't, I, and I know Charlamagne's everybody, somebody love to hate. I want to be like the wife. I don't want y'all, I want y'all to know of me, but don't know I exist. I don't, I don't care. Cause my husband's my husband regardless. I don't need the internet.
1: Right. To. Validate your relationship. Validate
0: my, I am Casper. Yeah. <laughs> hey. As long as you know that I'm Mrs. Whoever. Y'all don't have to see me a day.
1: I can't stand Charlamagne. Charlemagne a bitch ass nigga to me personally. I'm just but talking about the wife. I get it. So, but so so this is my thing with that, right? Like, yeah, fuck dog. Like, man, I I, I, I do not like that nigga, man. I swear. I think to, he's God. on a journey too. Yeah, I, I I do not like that nigga, man. It, it's oh. he was repulsive. Yeah, I, I do not. I, I say
0: not. he's on a journey because I an empath. I like I can see it. He has a he, he's going.
1: Fuck that nigga. Yeah, fuck that nigga. That nigga yeah, that nigga, he a bitch ass nigga. But yeah, so you know, the internet don't validate your motherfucking relationship, right? Uh that ain't that ain't never what's up. It's fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah, like like that shit whack. But your shit get I mean, listen, you have to the everyday shit gotta be good. You know what I'm saying? So motherfuckers are put on the show and you know, and and, and that's what's wrong with this fake-ass world. Everything is a show. There are not a lot of genuine people out here who really are about what the fuck they said. Bro, ask anybody who knows me. Any, if you go on my Facebook page, it's motherfuckers who knew me since Hanneman Elementary. You got motherfuckers who knew me since I lived on fucking Willette. I'm talking about one, two years old. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers who lived with me in Indiana. Motherfuckers that lived with me in Kentucky. Motherfuckers that was in middle school, Central, Durfee, Mm -hmm. uh, prison, Wayne State, Wayne County. Like, all of that shit. So every walk of life, I've been the same nigga my whole life. I don't know how to wake up and be somebody. I don't want to be nobody else. But that's not the world we live in. We live in the world where everybody putting on the show and everybody want to be all of this goofy-ass extra shit, Right? So we know that there's not a lot of genuine people out here. So when you find them, you just have to latch on to them. Mm. And I personally, I don't give a fuck what you are. I don't give a fuck what your beliefs are. You can be a motherfucking atheist, a Muslim, a Sunni, a Shiite, a nation of Islam, a Christian, a Catholic, a Baptist. When I find genuine motherfuckers, I latch on to them mm. because it's not, a, it's not a lot. It ain't a lot. But everybody from your tribe. Ain't on your side, you know what I'm saying. Every nigga ain't on your side. Every Democrat ain't on your side. Every Republican ain't on your side. Every Christian and every Muslim, fuck all that. When you find a genuine good motherfucker, you just gotta rock with that motherfucker, man. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I literally have no friends. Like I know everybody. I have friends. I, I don't. I have no friends. I know everybody. Everybody knows me. I don't fuck with nobody. I don't. And I'm alright with that. Prison might have fucked me up, though. I ain't gonna lie. Prison. I'm
0: mean, I'm not pri- here to tell you what it did. But <laughs> yeah, you know, prison. That pri- system is made to do that.
1: Prison might have fucked me up. Um, I ain't gonna cap. I mean, but I was a loner before prison. Yeah. But so ask niggas who it knew me. Made
0: it Easier for you to fall into that.
1: Okay? Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: it made it a lot hard. It made it a lot easier for you to just stay there. Because a lot of times trauma. A lot of people think their personality is their personality, but no, it's really just your trauma bond. Like. A lot of people,
1: okay, then psychologist Sylvia, come on, out, then, come <laughs> on, out,
0: a lot of people, I've always had something to say, because of my trauma or whatever, however, my God, it's not just trauma, how my brain has made, I have an anxious brain, I overthink everything, so it's not that I don't have anything to say. I'm trying to figure out what to say, and because of my trauma, I'm trying to figure out if what I say is what how it's going to make you feel, what it's going to make you say. Mm-hmm. Those are the things I'm thinking about. So because I'm doing all that, I might not end up saying anything. So a lot of people, because I did that most of my life, people outside of my family, a lot of people thought I was a mute. <laughs> so now it's just like oh, just this mouth I got a problem with. I've had something to say my whole life. Ask my mom. That's what my whoopings were about. Because I had a smart-ass mouth. My sister will tell you the same thing. I have to have the last word. Like, I always have something to say. So when people, when I finally started using my voice and not really caring what people had to say about it or overthinking what I had to say, people were just like, I don't know who you think you are. No, I'm Sylvia. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so I think that's my issue. Is you have to, first of all, everybody is gonna change. I would say every ten years, like you're gonna come uh, become a different person of yourself. God willing, if you're still here,
1: uh-huh. makes sense.
0: Some people are gonna be okay with whatever version you are, and then some people are gonna try to hold you hostage. You got to let go of the people that's going to hold you hostage into something like your lower version. And maybe not even might not be a lower version, but if it's somebody that you know you're not. I had three men tell me in the last three months that my mouth is the problem. No, it's the problem and the answer. Maybe not for you.
1: <laughs> so hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's unpack that <laughs> real quick. So what about your mouth? What what did you say to these men Nothing. if three men they
0: just they just told me like
1: Ma hold on stop what <laughs> happened where three different men told you your mouth is the problem? I need to understand what happened.
0: Because I stopped being reserved in what I was saying to them. Okay. I stopped. I stopped I stopped overthinking. And I think my, my epiphany was like, cause I I know anxiety and depression is like the buzzword now, but like I literally live with anxiety. I have for my whole life. Like it's it it can debilitate you. Mm-hmm. And I realized that a lot of my anxiety was giving a fuck about how you felt about what I was about to say to you.
1: Oh, man, listen. No fucks given over here.
0: So now that that is what's coming out, it's just like, oh, your mouth is reckless. No, you're reckless. You've been talking to me crazy for six months.
1: <laughs> Why the fuck you let it go on for six months?
0: I'm just saying, not
1: six I'm just months. Say, right, but But damn. I'm saying, like. So listen, listen, listen. Let, 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 let me tell you something. Let me let me let me give you some free game right now about men that you may not know. This is free game for therapist Sylvia and all of the people who are going to listen to this podcast. All one million of you motherfuckers because it better be a million listens, right? So, listen, uh, from the male perspective, right? We have like when we approach you, you know, when we hop in your inbox, when we ask you out at work when we you know speaking to you at the gym however the fuck we meet you when a man approaches you we have an image in our mind of who we think you are
0: i would love the image i have now in the gym because i have been full mask and hoodie over my head so what is the image
1: listen we have an image of what we think you are right so it's like damn i like this bitch I like something about this, you know, this motherfucker or this this, senator or I might work with you or you might be a classmate. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, I like how she talks, I like how she dress. I like how she think. Blah, 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 blah. I've built you up in my head to be this thing. Right. Now I'm going to ask you out. I'm going to, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to. This is how men approach relationships. I'm going to do the things that I think you'd like and I'm going to not do the things that I think you don't like. Mm-hmm. You know, so as in, in that getting to know you state, oh, she don't like this. I'm not doing that because I don't want to piss her off because my goal is to get some pussy. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost. So, with
0: that being said, I think the biggest shift has been me being vocal about the fact that I'm pissed off.
1: Okay. That might be it, right? So, I have this image, but once you don't live up to that image, it's that's scooby We do the er Like, like who the fuck is this bitch? You know what I'm saying? What, what the fuck is going on with this? You know what I'm saying? So that may be where that came from. And that's not that's not totally women's fault. Mm-hmm. That's partially our, I mean, majority our fault because we got this, you know, goofy ass image. You know what I'm saying? But that's what makes us approach women, is because of who we think you are. We don't know you. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what will make a nigga. Hop out his car, or run up at the gas station, or whatever the fuck. I got an image in my head of who I think you are. Mm. You know what I mean. And when you when 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 that doesn't coincide with what I'm really experiencing, that's when motherfuckers will be like, "Oh, he ain't consistent." No, it's it's not that he's not consistent. He just realized you're not the bitch you he thought you was. Mm. So he did. He didn't. You know, quote unquote, change. It's, you change to him from his point of view. You know what I'm saying? That's some free game for the women. That's how niggas think. That's really how we think.
0: But also, I because there's been a big conversation on, um I feel like on the socials about um, women being softer, and that's actually been a goal of mine this year.
1: To be softer? Yeah. To be softer. You seem soft, though. You, I ain't going to cap you seem really soft and meek I like but again that may be my perception I don't know
0: so it's the thing is like so there's layers Um, once I get comfortable I okay. get
1: unsoft
0: <laughs> like I got I was dating this guy and um, when I was living in Atlanta I like we were living together for like three months so I got tired of it all my stuff was there and We had an altercation. I called him a bitch-ass nigga, and he threw all my stuff out. So, like, once the switch is flipped, it's flipped. And I have a hard time bringing it back.
1: Unflipping (laughs) it.
0: But also, I've noticed that I'm completely different depending on the guy. So, if there is a guy that has a more feminine type persona, those are more of the guys that have a problem with how I talk to them. Mm -hmm. Men that are more, I don't want to say masculine, more masculine because that's rude, but I don't know. Men that I came up around. They just give it back. Like shut your like like you like shut your goofy ass. Like that when you say that, that don't bother me. Shut your goofy ass up. <laughs> like that's comes off hard if you not if that's not what you're used to.
1: Right, right. But if
0: that's and that sounds crazy. And I'm a therapist. That don't sound but crazy at all. Y'all know, that's that that like,
1: that's, that's, that's real those shit. All
0: type of men don't also they don't they don't really comment about how they talk to them, but also I don't think that's how I talk to them. Like, sometimes I'm talking to some people, and I'm like, where did this voice come from? You know, back in the day when they be like, she must be talking to her friend because her voice, her whole voice has turned. Like, I felt that switch. Like, I've become, like, a softer person. Like, I want to get up and cook you breakfast. I want to make sure that your stuff is laid out. I want to look good and put on lashes as you come over. And then some guys, you're going to get a hoodie in this Nike slides and these... <laughs> Bust down leggings. Like, yeah, I feel like it has to do with the person.
1: Women definitely treat niggas accordingly. I, I, I've i been saying that my whole life. Like, women treat niggas accordingly. Like, it's some shit you would do to nigga A that you won't do to me. I'm like,
0: oh, I noticed that. I'm you like, know what I mean? A whole different.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's a, a fact. whole
0: different person.
1: But let me ask you a question. What was it about that man that made you call him a bitch-ass nigga? What happened that made you call that man a bitch-ass nigga in Atlanta? I need to know, (laughs) ma'am. Where did that come from?
0: I, because of my own personal trauma with life and my dad, I typically go for the emotionally unavailable guy. So he was actually, I met him undergrad. He was there for graduate school. He was my RA. Mm -hmm. I was fucking my RA, y'all. So... (laughs) He was there. He ended up not finishing. That was my, I was still on campus. So that was my sophomore year. Um, he moved back to Atlanta. And I still had two years left. But then, like, I'm the type that I'm real smart. So I already knew I was going to grad school. But I could go to grad school in Georgia, you know, because that's where he is. So, anywho. Um... I was involved with him off and on for six years. I went to...
1: That's a long time.
0: Ridiculous. Jeez. Crazy. But it was like on and off. It was like that. You never... he's like on and off, you know? Man. So, so um, I graduated undergrad. I moved to Athens. I was only in Athens for like a month. Then I moved to Marietta. He lived in College Park. I finished school. This is the fast version. I finished school. I worked for CPS for a year. I got fired. But I was still trying to stay in Atlanta because I didn't want to move home. I didn't want to move back to Michigan. Because at the time, oh eight oh nine, 09, the hotspot was Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't want to move home, but I can't pay my rent. Oh, but this nigga, he's renting his mother's house. We doing, we're not in a relationship. We've never been in a relationship. We just do what we do, whatever. Um, when I was in school, it turned out he had gotten engaged. I guess the girl found out about me, called the wedding off. It was a whole lot of shit. Um, he still continued to mess with me after that. I moved in with him, all my stuff, because I just didn't want to move home. So he was still messing with me and messing with other women. Like, I'll be in the room, because we were roommates, but we were having sex. So, I dealt with it from, like, October to January, and then I ended up just moving home. But the issue was, when I moved home in 2012, I couldn't bring all my stuff, so I left it at his house. He had, like, a three-bedroom house in College Park, where his mama had a three-bedroom house in College Park. (laughs) 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 <laughs> that he was renting. You had to throw that in Oh good. I mean it was my mouse. Okay. So um I came home and I packed whatever I could and I had a miles three of three at the time. I packed it, I drove home, came home, started looking for work. I started working for the county in Washington um in July. So I was like whoop, de whoop, I have money, I can come get my stuff. Oh, your stuff ain't here no more. What? Your stuff ain't here. Where where is my stuff? I'm talking about a full. like I had a whole one bedroom apartment, room, washer, dryer, bedroom set, living room set, all of my other stuff. What do you mean you don't know where my out of my stuff isn't there anymore? So he's trying to be, he's trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Don't play with me. So I went off <laughs> and I called him a bitch ass nigga, and then I don't remember the timeline, but then I feel like it was after I called him a bitch-ass niggas when he told me, said whatever he said, and he was like, that's why I threw all your stuff out. Now, you're broke. I know you didn't throw my stuff out. <laughs> so I'm already knowing you sold it. <laughs> but for me, it's like, I don't care about all that other stuff. I'm talking about my sentimental stuff. Like I was the type of girl, I would keep all my cards from like my grandmother that's no longer living cuz she was the mm. granny that was seeing a card and $10 for a burger like that type of stuff. You couldn't sell you couldn't sell that. So what did you do with it? But it's cuz he was mad because I called him a called bitch, bitch-ass nigga. Ass nigga. <laughs> he said all my stuff was gone. Yeah. So it took a whole year I was still trying to move back to Atlanta. I went down there for an interview. This is 2013. I was by myself. And I was drinking. I was like, you know what? I don't think my stuff is gone. Let's go to College Park. So I popped up on his door. Cause once the switch is flipped, it's flipped. This is when people be like, you trying to be, no, this is who I am. This is what you brought out. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um (laughs) this bitch has been here the
1: whole time.
0: So I pull up and I call him because he worked afternoon. So I knew he would be home. Pull up, I'm calling him. Instead of just answering the door, he's like, Are you? He calls me. You're on my porch. Yes. Open the door. Opens the door. As soon as I walk in, I'm already seeing myself. I had a coach, I think it was fake, but coach back at the time was on the couch. Whatever girl he had living in there, her stuff was in it. That's like the first thing I saw. <laughs> then I s- scan over and my TV is up. My couch is in the living room. Mother stuff throughout the house. So I'm just going through the house, like, getting whatever I can get. So moral of the story is he probably did sell the big things. But he kept the small things because I called him a bitch
1: That's so not the moral of the story. <laughs> that is not. What's the moral story? That is not the moral of the motherfucking story, right?
0: My mouth. So I guess the, Right. they're bam. not wrong. So my mouth is reckless.
1: Ma'am. Epiphany. That's what I'm saying. I
0: never said they were wrong. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out why I was being attacked.
1: You back never and back said and back. you were they were wrong. True. You never said they were wrong. Ma'am, you de- listen. I don't know how fucking many times, but you got to come back again. Yeah. this is your second time, and every time we turn up, like you got and you have to come back again. We got more to talk about
0: because I have thoughts and things to say. I sometimes I just don't want to talk to y'all
1: because y'all boring. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoy talking to me. I do good, good, good. Shit, we fuck around, get you a segment on this motherfucker. <laughs> Stop playing, man. Man, hey, you the uh, goddamn co-host around this bitch. Stop playing, man. But, yeah, man, we're going to close out this episode. We're going to get up out of here, man. I want to thank you so much for coming by, stopping by, hollering at me one more time. And, shit, we're going to get it in for part three. Stop playing
0: down for me, switched up, they was looking down on me, now I'm up, wish you would've stuck with me, now you're stuck, cause somebody else hatin' every time I look up, can't keep me down.